0: Good morning, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ, and friends. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. It's February the fifth today. Is it February the fifth? Yep, February, no, February the sixth actually. February the sixth today. Um, I'd like to say a special greeting to a listener all the way in Saint Lucia. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Saint Lucia. It's a country or an island in the Caribbean. It's a beautiful, sunny place over there, so thank you um, for tuning in. As you know, I'm from New Zealand, and the past couple days here has been pretty chilly. It's been pretty cold. It seems as if the sun is going away, and the wind and the cold is coming. Anyway, I thank you for listening to this channel, listener from all the way in St. Lucia. I pray that God bless you. And I hope that you continue to read the Word of God, even if you're not following my page. I pray for a special blessing on you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Anyway, February the 6th, let's get into our readings today. Got to find the right page. The readings for today, February the 6th, will come from Exodus chapters 23 to 25, Matthew chapter 24, Psalm chapter 30. In Proverbs chapter 7. But before we open the Bible, we always pray, Lord God, please bless your word to me and to those who are following along. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, starting in Exodus 23 verse 14, it says, Each year you must celebrate three festivals in my honor. Actually, I'm going to stop there. Remember, we're in Exodus, so what we're about to read is God's instructions to the nation of Israel, that he spoke to the Israelites through the prophet Moses. We're in the Old Testament here. We're reading about the Old Covenant here. We can learn some very special lessons, very important principles that we um, can really benefit from. But remember... We are living under the new covenant since Jesus came, lived a perfect life, died as a sacrifice on the cross, was buried. On the third day, he was risen from the dead, and now he sits at the right hand of the Father. One day, he will return to judge the living and the dead, and there is no salvation except through him, by faith, by God's grace, We are living under the New Covenant. So remember that as we read the Old Testament here, okay? Let's continue. Each year you must celebrate three festivals in my honor. First, celebrate the festival of unleavened bread. For seven days the bread you eat must be made without yeast, just as I commanded you. Celebrate this festival annually at the appointed time in early spring, in the month of Abib. For that is the anniversary of your departure from Egypt. No one may appear before me without an offering. Second, celebrate the festival of harvest. When you bring me the first crops of your harvest, finally celebrate the festival of the final harvest. At the end of the harvest season, when you have harvested all the crops from your field, at these three times each year, every man in Israel must appear before the sovereign, the Lord." You must not offer the blood of my sacrificial offerings together with any baked goods containing yeast, and do not leave the fat from the festival offerings until the next morning. As you harvest your crops, bring the very best of the first harvest to the house of the Lord your God. You must not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. See, I am sending an angel before you to protect you on your journey and lead you safely to the place I have prepared for you. Pay close attention to him and obey his instructions. Do not rebel against him, for he is my representative and he will not forgive your rebellion. But if you are careful to obey him, following all my instructions, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and I will oppose those who oppose you. For my angel will go before you and bring you into the land of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hivites, and the Jebusites, so you may live there. And I'll destroy them completely. You must not worship the gods of these nations or serve in or serve them in any way or imitate their evil practices. Instead, you must. Utterly destroy them and smash their sacred pillars. You must serve only the Lord your God. If you do, I will bless you with food and water, and I'll protect you from illness. There will be no miscarriages or infertility in your land, and I'll give you long, full lives. I will send my terror ahead of you and create panic among all the people whose lands you invade. I will make all your enemies turn and run. I will send terror ahead of you to drive out the Hivites, Canaanites and Hittites. But I will not drive them out in a single year because the land would become desolate and the wild animals would multiply and threaten you. I'll drive them out little at a time until your population has increased enough to take possession of the land. And I will fix your boundaries from the Red Sea to the Mediterranean Sea and from the eastern wilderness to the Euphrates River. I'll hand over to you the people now living in the land, and you'll drive them out ahead of you. Make no treaties with them or their gods. They must not live in your land, or they will cause you to sin against me. If you serve their gods, you will be caught in the trap of idolatry. Chapter 24 begins by saying, Then the Lord instructed Moses, Come up here to me, and bring along Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and 70 of Israel's elders, all of you must worship from a distance. Only Moses is allowed to come near the Lord. The others must not come near, and none of the other people are allowed to climb up the mountain with them. Then Moses went down to the people and repeated all the instructions and regulations the Lord had given him. All the people answered with one voice, We will do everything the Lord has commanded. Then Moses carefully wrote down all the Lord's instructions. Early the next morning, Moses got up and built an altar at the foot of the mountain. He also set up twelve pillars, one for each of the twelve tribes of Israel. Then he sent some of the young Israelite men to present burnt offerings and to sacrifice bulls as peace offerings to the Lord. Moses drained half the blood from these animals into basins. The other half he splattered against the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it aloud to the people. Again they all responded, We will do everything the Lord has commanded, we will obey. Then Moses took the blood from the basins and splattered it over the people, declaring, Look, this blood confirms the covenant the Lord has made with you in giving you these instructions. Then Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu and the seventy elders of Israel climbed up the mountain. There they saw the God of Israel. Under his feet there seemed to be a surface of brilliant blue lapis lazuli as clear as the sky itself. And though these, these nobles of Israel gazed upon God, he did not destroy them. In fact, they ate a covenant meal, eating and drinking in his presence. Then the Lord said to Moses, "'Come up to me on the mountain. Stay there, and I'll give you the tablets of stone on which I've inscribed the instructions and commands so you can teach the people.' So Moses and his assistant Joshua set out, and Moses climbed up the mountain of God. Moses told the elders, "'Stay here and wait for us until we come back. Aaron and Hur are here with you. If anyone has a dispute while I'm gone, consult with them.' Then Moses climbed up the mountain, and the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord settled down on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses from inside the cloud. To the Israelites at the foot of the mountain, the glory of the Lord appeared at the summit like a consuming fire. Then Moses disappeared into the cloud as he climbed higher up the mountain. He remained on the mountain forty days and forty nights. The Lord said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel to bring me their sacred offerings. Accept the contributions from all whose hearts are moved to offer them. Here is a list of sacred offerings you may accept from them. Gold silver and bronze, blue, purple and scarlet thread, fine linen and goat hair for cloth, tanned ramskins and fine goatskin leather, acacia wood, olive oil for the lambs, spices for the anointing oil and the fragrant incense, onyx stones and other gemstones to be set in the ephod and the priest's chestpiece. Have the people of Israel build me a holy sanctuary so I can live among them. You must build this tabernacle and its furnishings exactly according to the pattern I will show you. Have the people make an ark of acacia wood, a sacred chest, 45 inches long, 27 inches wide and 27 inches high. Overlay it inside and outside with pure gold and run a molding of gold all around it. Cast four gold rings and attach them to its four feet, two rings on each side. Make poles from acacia wood and overlay them with the gold. Insert the poles into the rings at the sides of the ark to carry it. These carrying poles must stay inside the rings, never remove them. When the ark is finished, place inside it the stone tablets Inscribed with the terms of the covenant Which I will give to you Then make the ark's cover The place of atonement from pure gold It must be 45 inches long and 27 inches wide Then make two cherubim from hammered gold And place them on the two ends of the atonement cover Mould the cherubim on each end of the atonement cover Making it all of one piece of gold The cherubim will face each other and look down on the atonement cover with their wings spread above it. They will protect it. Place inside the ark the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant which I will give to you. Then put the atonement cover on top of the ark. I will meet with you there and talk to you from above the atonement cover between the gold cherubim that hover over the ark of the covenant. From there, I will give you my commands for the people of Israel. Then, make a table of acacia wood, 36 inches long, 18 inches wide and 27 inches high. Overlay it with pure gold and run a gold moulding around the edge. Decorate it with a 3-inch border all around and run a gold moulding along the border. Make four gold rings for the table and attach them at the four corners next to the four legs. Attach the rings near the border to hold the poles that are used to carry the table. Make these poles from a case you would and overlay them with gold. Make special containers of pure gold for the table. Bowls, pans, pitchers and jars to be used in pouring out liquid offerings. Place the bread of the presents on the table to remain before me at all times. Make a lamb stand of pure hammered gold make the entire lampstand and its decorations of one piece the base center stem lamp cups buds and petals make it with six branches going out from the center stem three on each side each of the six branches will have three lamp cups shaped like almond blossoms complete with buds and petals Craft the centre stem of the lampstand with four lamp cups shaped like almond blossoms, complete with buds and petals. There will also be an almond bud beneath each pair of branches where the six branches extend from the centre stem. The almond buds and branches must be all of one piece with the centre stem and they must be hammered from pure gold. Then make the seven lamps for the lampstand and set them so they reflect their light forward. The lamp snuffers and trays must also be made of pure gold You'll need 75 pounds of pure gold for the lamp stand and its accessories Be sure that you make everything according to the pattern I've shown you here on the mountain Alright, that's a lot of uh, instructions Most of which we don't really understand Uh, It's quite descriptive Yeah, I've said this before, but there are some passages that are hard to read and that are hard to understand, but God put these in His Word for a reason. therefore, we should all read it, um, no matter how difficult it is. God will bless His Word to us, even if we don't exactly understand it. Try our best, pray for understanding, and honor God's Word by reading it and taking the time to meditate in it. Okay, let's go to our next uh, reading, Matthew chapter 4, let's start in verse 29. And this is Jesus talking. Immediately after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will give no light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then at last, the sign that the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens, and there will be a deep mourning among all the peoples of the earth. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with the mighty blast of a trumpet, and they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven." Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, you can know his return is very near, right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things take place heaven and earth will disappear but my words will never disappear however no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen not even the angels in heaven or the son himself only the father when the son of man returns it will be like it was in noah's day in those days before the flood The people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken the other left. Two women will be grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken the other left. So you too must keep watch for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. Understand this. If a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant is evil and thinks, my master won't be back for a while, and he begins beating the other servant's Partying and getting drunk The master will return unannounced and unexpected And he will cut the servant to pieces And assign him a place with the hypocrites And that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth My page is stuck Oh, here we go Okay, our next reading is Psalm chapter 30 Beginning in verse 1 This is a psalm of David A song for the dedication of the temple I will exalt you Lord For you rescued me You refused to let my enemies Triumph over me O Lord My God I cried to you for help And you restored my health You brought me up from the grave O Lord You kept me from falling into the pit of death Sing to the Lord, all you godly ones. Praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. When I was prosperous, I said, nothing can stop me now. Your favor, O Lord, made me as secure as a mountain. Then you turned away from me, and I was shattered. I cried out to you, O Lord. I begged the Lord for mercy, saying, What will you gain if I die, if I sink into the grave? Can my dust praise you? Can it tell of your faithfulness? Hear me, Lord, and have mercy on me. Help me, O Lord. You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy. That I might sing praises to you and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. Our next reading is Proverbs chapter 7. We'll read verses 24 to 27. These are wise words, so listen carefully. So listen to me, my sons, and pay attention to my words. Don't let your hearts stray away toward her. Don't wander down her wayward path, for she has been the ruin of many. Many men have been her victims. Her house is the road to the grave. Her bedroom is the den of death. Well, those are our readings for today. It's been quite a long reading, Uh, February the 6th. Do tune in tomorrow, February the 7th, as we continue in our second month of our one-year Bible reading plan. I hope you have a great day if you're listening to this in the morning or a peaceful night's sleep if you're listening to this in the evening. I'm getting a blocked nose right now if you can't really tell, so I need to go and blow it. Otherwise, catch me around tomorrow. And As usual, we pray, come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen.